Hello X-Files and Happy New Year. We hope your 2023 is off to a fabulous start. We want to share a few clips as a recap of our 2022. We covered a wide array of episodes this past year, from fan favorite The Rain King to probably the least favorite episode ever, Space. We do not cover episodes in order. Instead, we have all episodes and movies in a little Tupperware container. And after we cover an episode, we draw a new one, and that becomes our rewatch and recap for the next week. We also like to revisit what was going on in the news and entertainment the week that the episode originally aired. We cover the top three songs in the country, as well as top TV and movies. For our new listeners, my co-host Deanie and I met in an X-Files chat room in 1998. I was a teenager, Deanie was in her 20s, and we bonded over the show and realized we lived in the same state. And we eventually met up and became instant friends for life. We decided to start a podcast because we just cannot shut up about our beloved X-Files. Now, we do tend to get a little bit off topic at times. In the episode, The Erlenmeyer Flask, Deanie remembers one of the first times we ever met and like hung out in person. There happened to be a drive-by and we had to duck for cover. It was crazy. In the episode Space, Deanie and I went into a tangent about growing up without fathers because that was easier to talk about than the episode. <laughs> we also got into a full-on discussion about the show Killing Eve. We're going to make more of an effort to stay on topic this year and also try not to like share our trauma out with the world. So here are a few clips from some of the episodes that we covered last year. We'll start with Via Negativa. It was great. And one more thing. I remember going into like chat rooms and message boards after this episode aired. And I clearly remember people were so upset and they're like, oh, my God, Doggett's a freaking psycho and he wants to kill Scully. And there was a, and it was like, no, that's not what was going on. And now that I look oh, back at it, man, just like the blood on his hands and it was all very metaphorical, like this guy had all this sort of thrown on him. Like he was assigned to the X-Files. He's got a partner. And I guess his deepest fear was I'm going to get her killed because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And that all kind of right. led up to his, him dreaming of, Oh my God, I got blood on my hands and, and right. I, and he I killed Scully. Not that he wanted to kill Scully, but that was his fear. Right. Like, oh my God, I'm going to get her killed. So I right. just want to add that. No, but you made a good point. Cause I totally forgot about that. Yes. I remember going into X-Files chat rooms and boards where they were like, this means that, uh, this is foreshadowing. Doggett's going to kill Scully and, and we're all into it right now. Everybody always thought he was a bad guy, but this episode absolutely reinforced that he is out to get her, but it's not like that. He just feels intense responsibility, like you said. Um, but yeah, I was I was in that those conversations. I didn't know what to believe at the time. Yeah. I hoped that wasn't the case, but I wasn't on board either way. I was kind of in the middle. Right. Up next, Ghoulie. Outside of the Vandekamp residence, Mulder confronts the two men, and he wants to know who they are and why they're following him. And they respond really sarcastically to his questioning, and Mulder is like, keep it up. I'm about this close to losing my shit. Yeah, and he thinks that they're pro possibly from the DOD. Mm -hmm. makes yeah, a, he he says, makes a little joke about their yeah, uh, rental car. Rental car, yeah. 
to quote, he says, keep cracking wise. You have no idea my state of mind. And I was like, who talks like that? Yeah, there's a lot of that in this episode. <laughs> you keep cracking wise. And I'm like, who? I, 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 that would never come out of my mouth. That's very, um, we're like that, like the old timey gangster movies. Keep cracking wise, eh? Yeah. See, you're bothering my gal. See, <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> Nisei. Then the other women in the group hold up, each hold up like small containers with their now removed implants inside. Scully can't deal and goes to leave. And she's like, I just came to see Betsy. Where is she? And why are you all in her house? It's like, why are you breaking what all the her house? Why like, are you, you all? Doing? Right. Where is she? <laughs> I love that. I love that line. Like, why are you like? Finally, she's like, why are you yes, in your house? Finally, like, say something. Yes. Well, it's funny because she kind of like to me. In that scene, she kind of snaps out of her... Her like, shock. Yeah, exactly. And fear. And then it sort of reality hits. And she's like, what the hell are you all doing in her house? Where is she? Right. 731. Okay, so she's standing in her fabulous apartment. And she's demanding that X tell her what the heck is even on the train. I absolutely love Pushy Scully. She's so pushy. She's not here to mess around. No, she's not. Like at all. She says that the government is operating a secret railroad... And they put something that is a living being on the train in West Virginia. X is like, well, what else is there to know? Yeah, he's just being an ass. Yeah, and she wants to know what the Japanese have to do with it and why Ishimaru is involved. X is like, girl, bye. And he turns out and walks <laughs> away. He turns to walk away on her and this bitch pulls out her gun. She pulls her gun out on him. And, and he basically blinks and disarms her. Yeah. Like it's nothing to him. She calls him a smug son of a bitch. But they they chopped off the bitch part. But that's what you know, that's what she was going to call him. No, ma'am, you you can't do that text. You just can't. Like, why? Why does she think this is a good idea? Right. Exactly. So he tells her, you know, hey, there are limits to my knowledge, woman. Mm -hmm. All right. And she still isn't giving up. She don't even have her gun at this point. And she straight up calls him ignorant. Yeah. She says, I, she I don't says, have the patience for your selective ignorance. Or yeah. Something she like that. says, and it's just like, no, Scully, no, stop. She says, I don't have time for your convenient ignorance. That's what she says. Yeah. And X is like, you know, what were you going to do? Shoot me? Like the man who shot your sister? Ouch. I mean, these Dang. two are just verbal blow after verbal blow. It is so intense. It is. He's like, you want to know what's on that train? You want to know who shot your sister? Go figure out what that thing is that they put in your neck. It holds more than, than he could ever tell her. And maybe it just holds the answers to everything that she needs to know. Oh, boy. I love this. He like softly hands her her gun back. Mm -hmm. He's like, here you go, ma'am. Don't. <laughs> Don't you, do that you again. You drop this. Right. You drop this. Let me let me pick it up and, and give that to you. Uh, and he walks out the door and, and she's there just looking like a big dummy. Puffing and puffing. It's just so funny. Like, why? what on earth make you think that you can keep her hearts? Cut to Skinner's office. Scully's there. Snitching. Snitches get stitches, Scully. But it's like, at this point, she has no choice. Yeah. And he's Skinner's fucking furious. Skinner is pissed. And he's Ugh. like... Uh, he's like, well, where were you while all this was going down? And Scully's like, Scully's like, look, I know where they're headed. I could catch up with them. And Skinner grabs his jacket and he's like, I'll be the one to catch up with them. Where are they going? And Scully, bless her. She's like Martha's Vineyard. And she then grabs the audacity from somewhere 
and is like, I hope that you'll appreciate the uniqueness of the situation and its effect on Agent Mulder. And he's like, bitch, I know. <laughs> I'm well aware. As yeah. I, I fucking remember. That's exactly what I told your ass earlier. Yeah. She's like, oh, right, 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 right. He tells her that <laughs> this is, and this got a sting for like a straight A, like Scully. He yeah. tells her that she's let him down. Yeah, you let me down. Oh, And that they got to clean up the mess. And so they're off. Roche and Mulder are now in a house. Roche take- the postmodern Prometheus. So they're barging in. They're breaking windows. The great Mutato stands up and Dr. Palladori says, that repulsive physiognomy is the vilest perversion of science. And Mulder's like, created by whom? And this motherfucker says that his dad created him and that the great Mutato killed his dad. And this dude is lying and... Oh, he's lying through his teeth. He's yeah. lying and fucking mutato dude he's like no he's like nope like how do you how do you find that courage to speak out when a mob is coming after you when this man who is a doctor he's high standing he's accusing you of this like i'm just like i would be terrified yeah to stand up for myself Mm -hmm. and he fucking does it and beautifully too beautifully so he's like nope and they're all stunned that he can talk. And Palidori wants him to shut up. Uh, but luckily Mulder is there to shut yeah, Palidori he, he tells up. tells him quiet. Yeah. So Mutato sits down and we get such a heartwarming explanation from him. Three words. I said, Scully proceeds to pour her heart out to him. She says his name and he looks at her and the eye contact. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And she goes on to tell him that she doesn't know if he'll ever really understand what it was like for her finding out he was abducted, searching for him, finding him dead. And dude, I feel for her because we all, we all We've saw what all it did We've all been to her. through this ride with her and we're just dying, you know? I mean, this bitch was on an emotional roller coaster from hell because on, on top of all of that, she had a baby growing inside her. Yep, exactly. Anyway, she says... And, you know, now to have you back and she's getting teary and he's like, well, you act like you're surprised. His response is sarcastic and just cold. Like it was just it's it was horrible. And I can't imagine how we felt back then watching it. Oh, I'm pretty sure I was ready to, like, shoot out my television. I was so mad. I was frustrated. Like, just talk to each other. Anyway, he's like, well, you act like you're surprised. And she kind of chuckles and says that she prayed a lot. And now her prayers have been answered. And he looks at her baby bump and says, in more ways than one. And she's like, yeah. And pulls out her ultrasound and says that the baby is healthy and he's a miracle. And that she's so happy that the baby (laughs) will get to experience the joy that is Mulder. And that Mulder is going to be a great dad. And they sit on the sofa and they hold hands as he stares at the photo in awe. Yeah, right. (laughs) I wish that would have freaking happened. And they lived happily ever after the end. Yeah, that's it. No, of course not. Of course, of course not. not. That would be too freaking easy. And a couple of clips from a very fun episode on Leonard Betts. Totally. And I think uh, I think uh, Scully definitely heard and Vogue's Don't Let Go and was like, if I had a chance to dedicate this song to anybody, I think I would send it over to Mulder. I, that's my middle school mind thinking Scully's thinking that, but it's a perfect Mulder Scully song. Go listen to it. She was sending it to like Art LeBeau, the, 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 like the Sunday slow jams. 
<laughs> exactly. Oh no, what's that lady's name? The lady's name. There was the other oh, lady. Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> Here's a letter <laughs> from Delilah. Dana Scully. Oh, it's hilarious. Dana S wants to dedicate this song to her coworker in hopes that maybe he'll know her secret of possibly wanting to be in a relationship with there her. There you go. Delilah. Let us know how it goes, Dana. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's so funny. Horrible. Such dorks. Cut to Scully explaining to Mulder that every hospital has a facility where they dispose of amputations tumors and things like that where they grind them up microwave them and the result is a sterile soot that is used for road fill what the fuck that's disgusting i did not know that that is disgusting then i started thinking oh my god is my gallbladder like somewhere on the i-10 somewhere (laughs) or what what if our (laughs) what if our gallbladders are next to each other Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> god, that's disgusting. That's so gross. Oh, that would be sweet. These two have no business looking that good in the rain or snow holding their little umbrellas like Do you remember this scene? Do you remember the scene in in Trust No One? No. You don't remember the scene? Oh, this is one of my favorite uh, scenes of them. And it's so significant. Every time I see it, I'm reminded of it. So this scene was also in Trust No One. What, season eight, nine? And that episode starts in flashbacks. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Imagine meeting your perfect partner or whatever, your perfect mate. Your one true love. Yeah, and we'll eventually get to trust no one. I freaking love that 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 episode. Uh, my dearest Dana, what does he say? My does he say my dearest Dana? Yes. And then she says forever yours. Did she say forever yours? I believe so. something cheesy. I mean, and it's just I it's love just it. So like, is this a civil war? Are you <laughs> writing for her from Gettysburg? Like, what are you doing, dude? But it's uh, but you know what? They were so like. Fine, I'll take whatever. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I think she says well, like, "Dear I'll... Dana, I've just I've just reached the the beaches of Normandy, and I can't <laughs> stop thinking about you." <laughs> While Moonlight Serenade uh-huh. by Glenn Miller plays in the background. Yeah, but anyway, so funny. Thank you all for an amazing 2022. Happy New Year again, and we will be back next week where we will tackle season seven, episode five rush see you then 